Welcome to the Spark to Your Success. My name is TJ Dow and I believe we all have a bright spark inside. When you find yours and light it up, not only do you light up inside, and that feels amazing, but you light up the world around you and allow others to feel amazing too. What a great gift to give, not just to yourself, but to the people around you. The Spark to Your Success podcast is designed to bring you a little inspiration, a little bit of insight and to bring some positivity into your day. So welcome to this episode for young people and the young at heart. We are getting scarily towards the end of another year, just a couple of weeks to go. Yikes. (laughs) And people keep asking me, are you ready for Christmas, TJ? And my answer is always the same. No, but I will be. (laughs) By the time we get there, I definitely will be. It's traditionally a busy time of year and this year is no exception, even though it has been a bit of an exceptional year, hasn't it, if you get my drift. Over the next few episodes of this podcast, we will be gearing up for a brand new year. I want to prepare you internally for the letting go of 2020 and the bringing in of 2021. We are going to let go relax and make some space then dream and create for the new year so we're kicking that off this week with the letting go part of that trio most of why we feel bad or simply don't feel good on a day-to-day basis is because we keep holding on to things that have happened happened today happened yesterday happened this week happened last week happened last month happened earlier in the year last year 10 years ago jeez people (laughs) we just keep holding on to things don't we keep holding on by replaying it in our minds we have it on a constant loop you don't even intend to think about it and yet there it goes again playing through your head and I know this year has certainly brought many things to keep replaying in our heads and fueled by the fact that other people keep talking about it. We hear it on the radio, we keep hearing it on the TV, we just keep hearing that constant chatter about 2020 and how terrible it's been. Well, I don't entirely agree but that's the subject for a podcast or two later. But the whole thing is, it keeps going round and round, doesn't it? It's like he said this and she said that and then he did this and she had the audacity to do that. And why? Why? Why did they say that? Why did they do that? How could they be so mean? So thoughtless, so damn rude. <laughs> and then, then after all of that, make me out to be the bad guy in all of this. What the heck? Who do they think they are to treat me, me, like that? If only I'd said this or done that in response, that would have been so brilliant. I couldn't just think fast enough. And now there are so many things, so many ways I could have reacted differently. I so wish I had. But why? Why did they have to say that or do that? And the whole loop just plays again with no closure, no answer and no relief from it. It just keeps repeating round and round and festering. I know you know what I'm talking about. Wouldn't it just be amazing though if you could just press a stop button? Not pause, but actually stop. 
stop forever, stop the loop, stop the torture, stop the endless reliving and being held back from moving on with your life because that loop is incessant. Wouldn't it be great to just stop? Well, what better time of year to do something about that than now letting go to move on into Christmas and into the new year feeling freer, lighter and ready for a fresh start. What I adore about choosing to make a fresh start is that you can do it at any moment on any day and you're in control. Yes, love that. Take back your power. The power that you were giving away to the literally mindless loop and start looking forward instead of trying to live looking backwards. It's really hard to move forwards while you're looking backwards. <laughs> Have you ever tried it? If not, if it's I don't know if it's ever safe. If it's safe-ish, try it now. I guarantee you won't get very far before you bump into something, trip over something or end up in the wrong direction because you weren't looking where you were going. So it's time to leave the past in the past. Let go and move forward without hindrance. No tripping, no bumping, no going in the wrong direction. Let me tell you a story. Yes, love a good story very well-known story. Two monks travelling together reached a river where they met a young woman waiting to cross. Scared of the current, the young woman asked if one of the monks would carry her across. One of the monks hesitated, but the other quickly picked her up onto his shoulders, transported her across the water and put her down on the other bank. She thanked him and departed. As the monks continued their journey, the other monk became obsessed and preoccupied with his own thoughts. Unable to hold his silence any longer, he finally spoke out. Brother, our spiritual training teaches us to avoid any and all contact with women. But you, you picked up that young woman uh, up onto your shoulders and then carried her across the river, breaking this most sacred rule. Brother said the second month, calmly replying. This happened many, many miles back. It was I who carried the young woman and it was I who placed her down on the other side over an hour ago. So why, brother, are you still carrying her? I love that story. Makes you think, doesn't it? Relate that back to what we were just saying before. Did you get it? Or what about this story? I did tell you I love a good story. Once there was a free bird. She floated in the sky catching midges for lunch, swam in the summer rain trickles and was with many other birds. But she had a habit. Every time some event occurred in her life, whether good or bad, the bird picked up a stone from the ground. Every day she sorted out her stones, laughed remembering joyful events and cried remembering the sad ones. A little bird always took the stones with her. Whether she was flying in the sky or walking on the earth, she never forgot about them. Years have passed and Freebird got a lot of stones, but she still kept on sorting them, remembering the past. It was becoming more and more difficult to fly and one day a bird was unable to do this. The bird that was free some time ago could not walk on the earth. She was unable to make a move by her own. She could not catch midges anymore. Only rare rain gave her the necessary moisture. But a bird bravely endured all the hardships, guarding her precious memories. After some time, a bird died of starvation and thirst. 
and only a pitiful bunch of worthless stones reminded of her for a long time. Apologies, not very cheery, was it? But did you get the message? Great story, hey? Hope it's making you think about what you've been holding on to and why the heck would you do that? Okay, last story. Again, another famous metaphor called the bridge. There was a man who had given much thought to what he wanted from life. He'd experienced many moods and trials. He'd experimented with different ways of living and he had had his share of both successes and failure. At last, he began to see clearly what where he wanted to go. Diligently, he searched for the right opportunity. Sometimes he came close, only to be pushed away. Often he applied all his strength and imagination, only to find the path hopelessly blocked. And then it came at last. The opportunity would not wait. It would be made available only for a short time. If it were seen that he was not committed, the opportunity would never come again. Eager to arrive, he started his journey. With each step, he wanted to move faster. With each thought about his goal, his heart beat quicker. With each vision of what lay ahead, he found renewed vigour. Strength that had left him since his early youth returned and desires, all kinds of desires, reawakened from their long dormant positions. Hurrying along, he came upon a bridge that crossed through the middle of a town. It had been built high above a river in order to protect it from the floods of spring. He started across. Then he noticed someone coming from the opposite direction. As they moved closer, it seemed as though the other was coming to greet him. He could see clearly, however. He did not know this other, who was dressed similarly except for something tied around his waist. When they were within hailing distance, he could see that what the other had about his waist was a rope. It was wrapped around many times and probably, if extended, would reach a length of 30 feet. The other began to uncurl the rope and, just as they were coming close, the stranger said, Pardon me, would you be so kind as to hold the end for a moment? Surprised by this politely phrased but curious request, he agreed without a thought, reached out and took it. Thank you, said the other, who then added, Two hands now, and remember, hold tight. Whereupon, the other jumped off the bridge. Quickly, the free-falling body hurtled the distance of the rope's length and from the bridge, the man abruptly felt the pull. Instinctively, he held tight and he was almost dragged over the side. He managed to brace himself against the edge, however, and after having caught his breath, looked down at the other, dangling close to oblivion. What are you trying to do? he yelled. Just hold tight, said the other. This is ridiculous, the man thought, and began trying to haul the other in. He could not get the leverage, however, as it was as though the weight of the other person and the length of the rope had been carefully calculated in advance, so that together they created a counterweight just beyond his strength to bring the other back to safety. Why did you do this? the man called out. Remember, said the other, if you let go, I will be lost. But I cannot pull you up, the man cried. I am your responsibility, said the other. Well, I didn't ask for it, said the man. If you let go, I am lost, repeated the other. He began to look around for help, but there was no one. How long would he have to wait? Why did this happen to befall him now? Just as he was on the verge of true success, 
He examined the side, searching for a place to tie the rope. Some protrusion, perhaps, or maybe a hole in the boards. But the railing was unusually uniform in shape and there were no spaces between the boards. There was no way to get rid of this newfound burden, even temporarily. What do you want? He asked the other hanging below. Just your help, the other answered. How can I help? I cannot pull you in. And there is no place to tie the rope so that I can go and find someone to help me help you. I know that. Just hang on. That will be enough. Tie the rope around your waist. It will be easier. Fearing that his arms could not hold out much longer, he tied the rope around his waist. Why did you do this? He asked again. Don't you see what you've done? What possible purpose could you have had in mind? Just remember, said the other, my life is in your hands. What should he do? If I let go all my life, I will know that I let this other die. If I stay, I risk losing my momentum towards my own lifelong sought after salvation. Either way, this will haunt me forever. With ironic humour, he thought to die himself instantly to jump off the bridge while still holding on. That would teach this fool. But he wanted to live and to live fully. What choice I have to make. Oh, how shall I ever decide? As time went by, still no one came. The critical moment of decision was drawing near. To show his commitment to his own goals, he would have to continue his journey now. It was already almost too late to arrive in time. But what a terrible choice to have to make. A new thought occurred to him. While he could not pull the other up solely by his own efforts, if the other would shorten the rope from his end by curling it around his waist again and again, together they could do it. Actually, the other could do it by himself, so long as he, standing on the bridge, kept still and steady. Now listen, he shouted down, I think I know how to save you. And he explained his plan. But the other wasn't interested. You mean you won't help? But I told you I can't pull you up by myself and I don't think I can hang on much longer either. You must try, the other shouted back in tears. If you fail, I will die. The point of decision has arrived. What should he do? My life or this other's? And then a new idea, a revelation. So new, in fact, it seemed heretical. <laughs> so alien, it was to his traditional way of thinking. I want you to listen to me carefully, he said, because I mean what I'm about to say. I will not accept the position of choice for your life, only for my own. The position of choice for your own life, I hereby give back to you. What do you mean? Asked the other, afraid. I mean, simply, it's up to you. You decide which way this ends. I will become the counterweight. You do the pulling and bring yourself up. I will even tug a little from here. He began unwinding the rope from around his waist and braced himself anew against the side. You cannot mean what you say, the other shrieked. You would not be so selfish. I am your responsibility. What could be so important that you would let someone die? Do not do this to me. He waited a moment. There was no change in the tension of the rope. I accept your choice, he said at last and freed his hands. Hmm. What a great story. Sometimes life challenges us out of the blue. It comes along completely takes us by surprise like the stranger on the bridge and we didn't knowingly ask for them but we got involved and got hooked and then kept hanging on to the problem <laughs> the person or the memory 
when it wasn't ours to hold on to. The other person was not playing their part to take responsibility. And it's costing us dearly to keep living with it and reliving it. Time to let go. Time to let go and move forward. As a friend and teacher of mine, Stephen Linda would say, what really happened? What does it mean? What does it really mean? What can I learn from this situation that is positive about myself and I can apply to the future? And how can I then integrate those learnings into my life to make a difference? And when I've made a difference in my life, then I can go and share it with others. Get the lesson, get the blessing, move on. (laughs) I love that. Get the lesson, get the blessing, let go and move on. Final story. Just in case you didn't get the lesson to get the blessing to move on yet. So here it is. This is a story that illustrates this point really well. Three men set out on a journey. Each carried two sacks around his neck, one in front and one on his back. Which one of them finished first? The first man was asked what was in his sack. In this one on my back, he said, I carry all the kind deeds of my friends. In that way, they're out of sight and out of mind and I don't have to do anything about them. They're soon forgotten. This sack in front carries all the unkind things people do to me. I pause on my journey every day and take these out to study. It slows me down, but nobody gets away with anything. The second man said he kept his own good deeds in the front sack. I constantly keep them before me, he said. It gives me pleasure to take them out and air them. The sack on your back seems heavy, someone remarked. What's in it? Merely my little mistakes, said the second man. I always keep them on my back. The third man was asked what he kept in his sacks. I carry my friend's kind deeds in this front sack, he said. It looks full. It must be heavy, said the observer. No, said the third man. It's big but not heavy. Far from being a burden, it's like the sails of my ship. It helps me to move forward. I noticed the sack behind you has a hole in the bottom, said the old server. It seems empty and of very little use. That's where I put all the evil I hear from others, said the third man. It just falls out and is lost, so I have no weight to hinder me. The lesson, of course, don't get dragged down by your unpleasant experiences. Loosen your clutch on unhealthy thoughts. (laughs) So that today... You can stop thinking about the bad things. Today, make that choice right now. Let go of all the rocks, the burdens and the hurts that have been weighing you down. Put a big hole in that sack on your back. Let the thoughts fade away by filling your head with thoughts of the now and the future instead. And gradually, you'll forget to remember the old stories anymore. That means there'll be room in your thinking for new opportunities, new friendships, new relationships and new optimism. What a great way to welcome in the new year. So you have been listening to me, TJ Dow, on this, the Spark to Your Success podcast. Until you tune in next week, leave those rocks behind. See you next week, looking lighter. Bye for now.